One of the tricky things about being a success coach or a coach that deals with confidence and success and achievement is understanding and catering to the fact that success looks different for each of us. What looks like success to me might be something that looks like torture to you and vice versa. The things that I look for in order to know that I'm being successful might be very, very different from what you look for in order to know that you're being successful and that you're making progress. But there's one thing that I have found that is the foundation of all success. And uh, by all success, I don't mean every type and form of success. I mean the success that is real and sustainable. The success that feels to you like it's not a sacrifice or a success at the sacrifice or at the expense of other things that are important to you, right? Like it's not success just in one area because I don't know about you, but for me, if I'm successful in my business, but my family's crumbling and falling apart, that's not, that's not success at all, right? And you might have other gauges and other things that are priorities to you, but at any given time, if you feel like you have to sacrifice something that's really important to you, are you really having true, real, sustainable success? Is that something that you're going to want to hang on to for the rest of your life? Probably not. So what I want to talk about today, and once I start going into what it is in the details, you're going to be like, okay, Marcy, you did not give me anything that is fully new. But what I want us to do is think about this foundational piece that is important for all of us, no matter what success looks like to us. And that is actually a key that can open up other possibilities and other options and other levels of success. It is also a key that can help us bring in the resources that we need in order to elevate success in our lives in every area without having to sacrifice any one area at the expense of the other, right? Or um, putting one area above all the others. And once we understand this key, this foundational piece to all real sustainable success, then we will know what we get to do in order to start advancing forward. I think this is a very timely conversation and I can't wait to share with you what's in my heart. So stick around to this conversation of Sincerely Speaking where we talk about the foundation of all success. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi, welcome to Sincerely Speaking. I'm Marcia Amaro, your self-leadership coach. Now what that means is I'm here to help you rediscover your calling, tap into your greatest potential and strengths, and eliminate those things that keep getting in your way and in the way of your success. So whatever success looks like to you, whether it is in your career, in your business, in your relationships, or in your life in general, I'm here to help you get out of your own way, remove the obstacles, and elevate all of your life to the next level if you're ready to see everything that you're capable of and see what your life can look like, I invite you to head on over to marciamara.com and set up a 30-minute clarity and confidence call where we will talk about your mission, your vision, your goals, the things that you're here on this planet to create, what might be getting in the way up until now, and some actionable, amazing ways to get out of your own way to eliminate all those obstacles and reach the level of success that you've been dreaming of. Are you ready? Are you ready for the next level? Then stick around to this conversation of Sincerely Speaking and then head on over to marciomara.com and schedule your 30-minute call. Can't wait to meet you in person. Chat soon. 
So when we're looking at success, like I said before, it can look a million different ways. One of the main things that I would love for us to agree upon, if at all possible, before we continue this conversation, is this notion that, or this idea, that success is a destination, that is a flawed way of thinking. So I would love for all of us to agree while we're having this conversation that we're not talking about success as a destination, as an end result. We are talking about success as a journey, right? Earl Nightingale defined success as the progressive realization of a worthy goal or ideal. So as long as you're working towards and progressively working towards something that is worthwhile, something that is meaningful, something that can create a positive impact, a positive impact in your life or the lives of others, then you can count yourself as being successful. So the mere act of making a decision and starting action in the direction of that decision, that makes you successful. And as you continue progressively working towards that goal or ideal, you are successful in the effort, in the progress, in the movement. Makes sense? So that's one thing that I would love for us to agree upon is that as we have this conversation, success is not the destination. We set goals. We set mile markers is what I like to call them. We set different destinations that we want to get to along the way towards that worthwhile ideal that we're ultimately working towards, right? Which I call your grand vision or your calling. But it is not the getting to that grand vision that makes you successful. It is not the completing of that calling that makes you successful. It is not even the achievement of smaller goals that makes you successful. It is actually the decision and the actions that follow that decision as you move in the direction of whatever that worthwhile goal or ideal might be. So let's agree right now that as we talk about success in this conversation, what we mean is working towards a desired outcome and that process of working towards that desired outcome, which is something worthwhile and meaningful, that is not just going to be for your benefit, but that is also going to, in a positive way, impact those around you and other people, right? And I'm not saying that there are good or bad goals. What I'm saying is whatever it is that you're looking for, whatever it is that you're working towards, my experience has been in working with my clients and in working with mentors and helping other people and in my own experience, that when we are just focused on some Something that is a nice for a nice to have for us and only for us, we lose momentum, we lose motivation, and we usually don't work as hard for it as when we understand that it can have whatever it might look like or whatever it might be, can and will have a positive impact in the people around us, and maybe even a snowball effect that goes beyond our immediate circle, right? So let's agree on that and let's just focus on the fact that as we talk about success, we're talking about that kind of success that goes above and beyond what just affects us and that is something that has the potential to positively impact other people, right? So without further ado, I'm going to tell you what that foundational piece is of all success. And when I tell you what it is, I'm also going to tell you why I believe that that's what it is. So I'm going to give you kind of like a continuum or a scale on how this works and how one thing leads to another until you finally see how it connects to your ultimate sustainable but real success, right? So the key foundational piece, the cornerstone of all success is effective and transformative communication. Effective and transformative communication. When you can work on transformative and effective communication and you know how to do that, 
and implemented the right way, then that communication, and we're going to talk more about it in a minute because that's obviously the core of what we're going to be talking about today. But when you work on that communication piece, then that has a way of impacting and influencing your beliefs and your values, which in turn help you determine your vision, mission, and goals, which in turn help you create culture and systems whether it is in your family, in your business, and whatever it is that you're looking at, even in your personal life, you have a culture, which is your identity, and you have systems, which are your routines, right? And that is all affected by those things below that. And that in turn affects your teams and your organizations. Again, it could be your family, it could be your business, anything, but anything where you involve other people in the process, teams and organizations, which ultimately is what allows you to have scalable and sustainable success, right? So again, it's communication, which leads to beliefs and values, which leads to vision, mission, and goals, which leads to culture and systems, which leads to creating positive, impactful teams and organizations, which actually leads to your scalable success, which is what makes it sustainable. Make sense? So when we're looking at that bottom ring, like that bottom part of the puzzle, then we're looking at the communication piece and the impact that it has on our ability to create belief and values, on our ability to create all these other pieces that we mentioned, right? And when we're looking at communication, there are two parts to it. There's external communication, which is what we're used to talking about when we talk about communication. So I'm presenting... Uh, I don't know, a project, a proposal. I am enrolling someone in my business. I am having a conversion conversation. I am having a dialogue with my husband so we can agree on the next place to go on vacation, whatever the case might be. But we tend to think about external communication, but that is not the core of what we're going to be talking about today. I want us today to focus on internal communication or self-talk, right? And we're going to divide internal communication and self-talk is going to become one of the pieces of it. But when we're talking about internal communication is basically anything that you say to yourself, any moment, occasion, circumstance, or situation in which you have a conversation with yourself in one way or another counts as internal communication. And if we are able to understand and leverage internal communication, then can you see how all the other pieces start falling into place and are easier to work with and are easier to streamline and to make sure that they're integrated and what people call in alignment. I don't really like the word, the word alignment, but that's a conversation for a different time. But they all integrate and have coherence and fall together when you can leverage and manage your internal communication systems, right? And when I say internal communication systems, I'm talking about three things, right? And two of those things You've probably heard me talk about before when I talk about PDA, and I'm actually going to mention that in a little bit, but the three systems of internal communication are self-talk, perceptions, and decisions. Self-talk, perceptions, and decisions. Whether we are aware of it or not, and part of the beauty of these conversations is that the more aware we become of certain things, the more we're able then to leverage it to control it in a way, and control is not a bad thing, but to control it, to understand that we do have control over it. The more we're able to assume responsibility over the consequences of taking control or not taking control of this, these things, and the more we can play with, and I don't know that play is the best word, but the more we can um, sustainably create spaces where we can predict 
how things are going to work out or where we can have a vision or a clear understanding of how things are going to um, snowball and affect other things as we understand how they come and where they come from and how we have a part in them. So the reason I call internal communication and internal communication systems the foundational piece of all real and sustainable success is because ultimately, ultimately, anything that is within our control, anything that we can do something about starts with understanding how we operate with that within our internal communication systems, right? Think about the last time you self-sabotage. At some point, you had a conversation with yourself where you told yourself something that affected your ability to move forward in that particular task, whatever that might be, and you convinced yourself that you needed to stop or that you needed to move in the other direction, or that you couldn't do it, or that you weren't enough, or that people weren't going, or whatever. So it started, self-sabotage starts typically with a conversation we have with ourselves that we are too good at convincing ourselves of the opposite of moving forward, right? So when we can understand leverage and manage our internal conversations, then we're in a better position to follow through. Then we're in a better position to stop self-sabotage. Then, then we're in a better position to have clarity around what it is that we want to do. And even when we move past the point of internal communication and into external communication of talking to our teams, our prospects, our spouses, our kids, anybody that it is that we want to enroll into the vision or the plan that we have. Once we have managed the internal communication properly, then we have the right tools to move forward into the external communication, bring those pieces in place and have the level of sustainable success that we're looking for. So again, the three internal communication systems are self-talk, perceptions, and decisions. So in the area of self-talk, what are we talking about? Well, you hear me talk a lot about questions and the power of the right questions or empowering questions, helpful questions, questions that support you and that help you move forward, right? And the reason I talk a lot about questions is because questions are at the crux of our communication with ourselves. Most of the time when we talk to ourselves, we talk to ourselves in questions. But unfortunately, most of the time we ask ourselves disempowering questions that instead of propelling us forward, keep us stuck or keep us feeling like we can't move forward. So there's a lot to do here with understanding that, for example, why questions are very seldom productive. Yes, understand your why, your reasoning, your purpose, your reasons for moving forward. That's a different conversation. But on your day-to-day -day experience, anytime you ask yourself why, for the most part, you're looking for blame or fault. And if you're looking for blame or fault, that is not a productive conversation. So just really quickly, when we are talking about questioning, shifting from why questions like, why am I so stupid? Why do things always go wrong for me? Why did this person, uh, what's the word? Why did this person betray me? Why did this person insult me? Why is this so difficult? We're looking for blame or fault. We're looking for things that really don't have an answer. And we're just going to keep ourselves spinning. So we can shift those why questions to what how, who, or when questions even, then we have more productive questions, right? So instead of asking, why don't things ever work out for me? What can I do right now? 
What can I do right now with what I have in front of me? Who knows what to do next? Who can help me? Who has done what I'm looking to do that can maybe support me? Where can I go for more information or for more ideas on what to do? Who can support me in this? What is my next step? Right? How can I start moving forward? How can I leverage this? What can I learn from this? How else can I see this? All of those are much better questions than just asking yourself why, right? So when we're looking at the self-talk piece, one of the things that I want us to start focusing on that will help move us forward and will lay a cleaner, more sustainable, stronger, sturdier foundation for our success is shifting why questions into more empowering, productive questions, or just in general, any question that leads you down a rabbit hole of self-deprecation, of just feeling worse about yourself, and of not figuring out the next action to take, it's not empowering, it's not productive, and it needs to be shifted, right? Other things that fall into the self-talk system, right, under internal communication systems, visualizing, that's self-talk. When you're trying to visualize something, you're talking to yourself about what you want it to look like and what you want it to be, what you want it to what to feel like, right? And you're bringing it to the level of experience and of sensation, but it starts with talking to yourself, okay, what do I want? What is it that I'm looking for? See, there's a question there too. Prayer and meditation, using mantras or affirmations, repetition of certain things, framing and reframing your thoughts, um, reoccurring thoughts, right? Purpose, figuring out your purpose, all of these are elements of the self-talk systems. So when we start looking at the way we talk to ourselves and we start becoming more aware and paying more attention to the way we talk to ourselves, especially when it comes to um, our ideas of progress and of what we get to do next in order to move forward towards our success, then we start operating in an internal communication system that is moving us forward towards success as opposed to keeping us stuck or moving us backwards or towards self-sabotage, right? So again, questioning, this visualizing, prayer and meditation, mantras and repetition, affirmations, framing and reframing, purpose conversations that are inside of yourself. Like, what is this for? What is the ultimate thing that I want from this? What is my purpose? My ultimate why, right? Those are all conversations that are internal, self-talk, pieces of your self-talk system that are going to help you move forward if you leverage them and if you understand how to use them more productive, more productively, <laughs> right? The second system is perceptions. So the way we look at the world, the meaning we assign to anything that happens is part of our internal communication. We don't just look at something and automatically get a download of, oh, this is that what that means, right? And there might be situations in which there's other people involved and they tell you, this is what that means to me, or this is what I see here, or this is what I understand from this. But even as you're listening to the other person's interpretation, you are creating your own. And very often, our assigning meaning to something is unconscious and almost automatic, right? In a lot of ways, it is automatic. So we see something happen and we automatically go, oh, that means this, or this has to do with that. Very seldom do we stop to really pay attention to the stories we're telling ourselves about that thing, right? Whenever something happens, we immediately, in a nanosecond, 
create a story to help us make sense of the thing that just happened. Because our brain is a meaning creating machine, right? That's its job is to create meaning so that we can make sense of the world so that we can move forward in the world. If we suddenly couldn't make sense of the world, we would be in a very, very dark space. We would be very confused and we would probably need a lot of support to get out of that, right? But because our brain immediately works on making sense of the situation, assigning a meaning to it, trying to figure out what it means or what it could mean, then we can move forward and we can operate at a different level. See what I mean? So when it comes to perceptions, our idea of reality falls into that internal communication, right? And we can shift our perception of reality. And I know that that sounds like we're delusional. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is any meaning that you assign to any experience right? It's only your reality because you're the one assigning that meaning to it at a subconscious level or a non-conscious level. We won't get into the psychology, but that's why you can have two, three, five people experience the same thing and give you different stories about the same thing. Because what we count as reality is really our imagination or our interpretation of it anyway. We're making it up as we go. And I know that that sounds a little weird, right? But there's no such thing as a common reality that is 100% the same for everybody. We might have some elements that we interpret similarly because we've brought into it similar understandings or similar experiences. But for the most part, your reality can be very different from mine, even if we are in the same space with the same experiences with the same people, because we all, all bring different elements in that internal communication piece to create that reality and to assign meaning, right? Our impressions of people and of circumstances, right? I've had the situation, for example, of having a conversation with someone, and I mean, there's three people, right? And we're talking, whatever, and at, the, at any point, one of the three people leaves, and then the other two were left talking, and I'm like, well, that was fun. That was great. And the other person goes, what? She was so dismissive. And I, I don't understand. What's wrong? Is she angry at me? And I'm like, well, I don't know where you got that. I thought it was fine. Right. Or the other way around where I interpret it, where I get the impression that something is off. And the other person's like, no, I don't know where you got that from. Everything seemed fine to me. Right. And that's because there's an internal communication process. There's a system that is trying to make sense of the situation. And it's bringing in past experiences, past beliefs, past understandings in order to try and quickly make sense of a situation. Right. There's the stories we tell ourselves. There's trying to separate the facts from the stories or the, inter the in interpretations that we're bringing into the table right? There's our belief systems that taint and color anything that we are present in and anything that we're trying to interpret. If anybody tries to tell you that they're bias-free, they're lying to themselves. Nobody's bias-free because we all bring certain beliefs into any conversation. And even the belief that you can be 100% neutral is a belief that is going to change how you perceive certain things, right? So it's like no decision is a decision, same thing or similar thing, right? Um, and your values, your boundaries. So these are all elements of perception that deal with your, inter that come from your internal communication and that ultimately create a set of circumstances that are either going to elevate where you're at and be conducive to creating that success that you're looking for, that sustainable success, or that are going to keep you stuck in whatever it is that you were doing or keep you sabotaging 
whatever it is that you're trying to do, right? And the final system is decisions. So when we're looking at decisions, we're looking at our understanding of our own capabilities. Are we capable? Are we able uh, to do the thing that we set out to do? Do we have the capabilities that we need in order to move forward? That is an internal communication decision, right? What are my limitations? How far am I willing to go? Is this too far? right? The risk versus reward conversation that happens inside of us that is so automatic, we don't even think about it. If we can slow down and for a second think, okay, wait, I would be risking this, 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 and this, but the potential reward is this, this, and this. Is it worth it? Is the reward greater than the risk? Is this risk something that I'm willing to put out there, put on the line, right? And when we can slow down and look at that internal conversation of risk versus reward, then we make decisions that are based on that internal communication that is more at the awareness level, more at the conscious level, right? The judgments we have of ourselves, of others, it's impossible for us not to judge. So if you don't want to be judgmental, I'm sorry, you're going to have to switch species because human beings, we are judgmental. We pass judgment on everyone and everything. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Our ability to pass judgment is what allows us to understand where we belong and where we don't. It's what allows us to make decisions about who we hang out with and who we don't. It's what allows us to understand that not everybody is going to get along with me. Not everybody's going to like me. Some people are going to look at me and go, oh, that woman, what does she think? Whatever. But... We always pass judgment, whether we like it or not, whether we're aware of it or not, and whether we want to or not. So accepting that we are passing judgment and then stopping to educate ourselves, right? And to look at the judgment that we passed and ask ourselves whether that judgment was fair or not, whether that assessment was based on criteria that is reliable or even criteria that is fair, that is a process that will lead us to better and less restrictive and less harmful judgments, right? So what we're looking for is not to stop judging. That is not the way to succeed. It's not to think that you're going to be able to stop judging. It's to understand that we will judge. So let's be clear and let's become aware. Let's pay attention and notice those moments in which our judgment might be stopping us from keeping us from or diluting us from being able to move forward and make decisions that are empowering, that are going to lead us in the right direction and that are going to keep us making forward as a, making forward progress as opposed to keeping us stuck, right? And the other thing that is part of these decisions is priorities. Priorities. What is first, what is second, and what is last? And most importantly, perhaps, the decisions system in our internal communication allows us to take action, allows us to take action because there's an internal process that sometimes is more obvious than others, right? Where we go, oh, do I really wanna do this? Is this something that is really going to be a positive as opposed to a negative? Am I going, am I willing to deal with the consequences and the aftermath of what might come after this, this action that I'm thinking of taking? Is this action even feasible? Is this action something that is within my capabilities and that does not exceed my boundaries or limitations? And then we take action based on those decisions, right? And this is 
the main reason why I say that communication and specifically internal communication and the internal communication systems that we talked about are the foundational piece for creating real and sustainable success is because if you followed me for any length of time, you know that I believe the whole of life is based on PDA. And PDA stands for Perception, Decisions, and Actions. Perceptions, Decisions, and Actions. How are we interpreting the world? What decisions are we making based on those interpretations? And what actions do those decisions lead us to? Right, and it's a cycle. It keeps going back and forward and uh, around and around in circles. That's what I meant to say. It keeps going around and around in circles. Right, perception, decision, and action. We're constantly in a cycle of perceiving, making decisions, and taking actions based on those decisions. So if we understand that the whole of life is PDA, perception, decisions, and actions, everything is perception, decisions, and actions, then we understand that moving forward towards success depends on our internal communication systems that include the perception and the decision and the self-talk, which is the tool that allows us to manage, work with, modify when needed, and leverage our perceptions and our decisions so that we can take the actions that need to be taken in order to move towards that sustainable success. Make sense? So when we're looking at moving forward, especially this time of year, as I'm recording this, we are a couple of days away from New Year's. And so when we are thinking about anything that comes next, anything that is important to us, anything that we label success. And we're trying to figure out how do we make it so that we have the foundation in place to move towards that, that success, to start taking the, the steps towards that success, right? Like a lot of people, people ask me, a lot of times people ask me, how do I start? Where do I start? What is it that is going to propel me forward so that I can get these things done? The answer is simple start at the foundation and that foundation is your internal communication systems but if there's something that sounds still like it's ethereal or like it doesn't make much sense to you or like you want more tangible steps on how to get started head on over to marciamara.com schedule your 30-minute clarity and confidence call and we will talk about how to get your self-talk in check and how to get your internal communication systems going in the right direction so that you can experience that level of sustainable success that you've been dreaming of, all right? So until next time, this has been Mercy Ryan. This has been Sincerely Speaking. Make sure you subscribe, right? So that you don't miss any of them. Make sure that you like the episode and also make sure that you share it with someone you love that you know might find it helpful. I'll see you next time. Have a great rest of your day. I hope you have found as much value and impact in this conversation as we found in creating it for you. If you have, then go ahead and share this with someone else in your life that you know might find it valuable. And in the meantime, don't forget about my offer to head on over to marciamara.com and schedule your free 30-minute clarity and confidence call. We will talk through all your dreams, all your plans, all your goals, the things that might be getting in the way. And if it makes sense for both of us, I might invite you to join me in one of my programs or one of my coaching packages, but there's no obligation. And I promise you that this will be the best 30 minutes you've spent in a long, long time. So again, head on over to marciamaro.com, set up that time to chat, and I will see you on the other side. And in the meantime, share, subscribe, like, and I'll see you next week here on Sincerely Speaking. Thank you.